coming up, we're about to celebrate the 4th of July at Amity Island. From the Bob Varley Studio in Orlando, Florida, this is the Universal Edition of the Dis Unplugged. This is episode 134 of the Dis Unplugged Universal Edition. The Universal Edition of the Dis Unplugged is sponsored to you by, brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, experts at helping you plan the perfect universal vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hey everyone, welcome to this week's episode of the Dis Unplugged Universal Edition. I am sorry for that stumble and mess up there. I just clearly had too good of a time celebrating the 4th of July, um, like everyone else should have this week. I am, of course, your host, Craig Williams, and today I am joined alongside by my co-host, Mr. Rhino Clavin. Hello, Rhino. America. America, yes. Very exciting. Should have worn my red, white, and blue today. If only I had known. Well, it's it's July fourth now, so um, it's, it's not as today. necessary, is it? Yeah. Mm, well, no, no, it's, it's the fourth. Oh, it's not it's the, the sixth. Yeah, it's the sixth. It's I'm the like, sixth. What are you talking about? Yeah. Okay. It's one of those days. We'll figure that out later. The future. Yeah, it's it is the future. I will tell you that much uh, for certain. But uh, regardless. Um, Every day this week to me is the 4th of July, one of my favorite holidays in general. Um, what does it celebrate? Well, America. It celebrates uh, cheap beer. It celebrates hot dogs and mm. other sorts of I grilling. Um, we all know that. I just, I'm just i so excited. It's the hot dog holiday. Yeah, no, it really is. Um, fireworks. And um, and just a, a, stunning, um, a stunning amount of patriotism. And that... You know that that to me, and it also it, it invites this sense of nostalgia for being a kid again. Like you know, having every summer off and just doing nothing all day, every day, except going outside to play, sitting inside watching TVs and movies. And I, I don't know, there's just something about summer and the Fourth of July that it, it's like it's the complete counter opposite of Christmas, where it's staying inside and family and and coziness and presents and all that. It's it's the opposite, but. Potato salad. Potato, yes, potato salad. Uh, but yeah, the, part of the reason why I love the 4th of July in particular is because, well, what's Jaws. Your, oh, God, I was going to say, <laughs> what's your favorite 4th of July movie? And I know it's not Independence Day. No, it's definitely not Independence Day. Um, you know, there are many great ones it's out Independence there. Independence Day Resurgence. No, 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 oh, okay. no, 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 no. Okay. I mean, I think first and foremost, it has to be. The Patriot, the classic Mel Gibson film. Um, yeah, no. it is. No, it, it definitely is a good one. Uh, it, it, maybe you go down the route of Born on the Fourth of July, Tom Cruise. That's not really my style. I would actually rather throw back to uh, a classic film, Yankee Doodle Dandy. Um, you know, what? Nothing. I The only one I watch every year is Independence Day. Just the first oh. one. God forbid watch that second one it's See, terrible I, I made the mistake of doing that last year seeing it in the movie theater and it ruined my holiday i do i, I watch I, I think it's so ironic every year that bbc america does like a, a marathon of the patriot it's just very fitting <laughs> um but then yes i watch yankee doodle dandy and another one that i make sure i watch every summer specifically over the july 4th 
uh, week is Jaws. Yes. And why is that, Rhino? It's just because it's the best. Because Jaws uh, deals with the Amity uh, town that is... uh, you know Martha's Vineyard area that is under is dealing with some shark issues in their water and the newest uh, he, he's new to the town right yes Sheriff Brody I'm yeah, assuming yeah, sheriff, you're talking yeah, about yeah the new yeah. sheriff in town well I was going to say new sheriff in town but then I couldn't remember if that he actually is new in the movie or not but a discipline daddy oh okay a uh, new sheriff in town uh, has is trying to get them to shut the uh, shut the uh, the beaches down over the 4th of July weekend which would just pretty much send this town reeling because they would not make the money they need to exactly so uh, of course the classic 1975 uh, film directed by Steven Spielberg, uh, one, one of his best movies of all time. That iconic dude, we we all know it, we love it, um, and it just has become such a huge part of uh, of learning films as you're growing up. It, it's something that you see and it terrifies you every single time. And hey, you know, that's some bad hat, Harry. Yeah, you know what that's from, right? No. That's Brian Singer's production company. And at the end of every episode of House, it says, that's some bad hat, Harry. And in the beginning of the movies, all the X-Men movies and everything, it's the picture of the – of from uh, – what's that movie he made with Kevin Spacey? The Usual Suspects yeah. now. So it makes less sense. But it's from that line in Jaws. Brody – on the beach, he says yeah. to the guy who comes up out of the water, swimming out of the water, he's staring at the water, and he's like – he comes out with the swim cap hat on. Brody goes, that's some bad hat, Harry. Hmm. That's where he got the name for his production company from, Jaws. Hmm. Anyway, okay. sorry. I thought that was a fun fact. No, that is a really fun fact. So I, I know when I watched Apocalypse that I did notice that with uh, The Usual Suspects and that. It has like the Other paint that, dripping down. You know, I basically ignore Brian Singer's career. Well, As every American should. Well, yeah. He's a terrible I mean, Other individual. than X-Men, that's it. Yeah. yeah. No, he really should not be allowed to make movies anymore. But that's neither here nor there. We're here to talk about Jaws. And, uh, you know, obviously, the big question comes into play for people who aren't familiar with Universal is, well, why do you need to talk about Jaws right now? I don't <gasps> see Jaws at Universal Florida, Universal Orlando, Universal Studios Florida, or Islands of Adventure. I don't see that. Well... That's because for people who are still new to Universal Orlando and all of the the great theme park goodness that comes along with Universal is, you might not realize that Jaws was there in a huge part of Universal Orlando until it was rudely pushed to the corner to be shoved out of the way to make room for the Wizarding World of Harry Potter Diagon Alley. Which was um, one of the the saddest saddest moments in history, I want to say. Yeah, but um, we got like the best thing ever from it, it. It took sacrifice to get to greatness. I, I will agree with that, but I, so. I do agree it was a great sacrifice. But we did also get something great on the other end. So. Yeah. It was a respective sacrifice, I guess. Yeah, exactly. So before we, you know, before we get to how it came into be at Universal Studios Florida, let's take a step back and go back to Universal Studios Hollywood, where Jaws was part of the studio tram tour that still runs to this day. And uh, from as far as I know, as much as I know about it, I believe um, it is essentially still the same. Uh, on the tram tour to this day as it was uh, when it was first introduced in that, in that the tram tour is passing through the the town of Amity and 
as your tram is pulling through comes to a stop and that is when the classic iconic shark will come up beside your boat his name's jaws well, tech. I mean, we we can it's call him his name. I know. We we can call him Bruce. Um, Bruce. We can call him Bruce, and uh, you know, Bruce swim passes swim swims past your boat. Goodness gracious! It's not a boat. It is a tram. Yeah. Bruce swim past your tram, bobbing up and down, coming out of the water. Very scary, uh, and that is essentially where it all started. It, it all comes from this uh, this backlot tour at Universal Studios Hollywood, and then there was which a, also you might recognize if you've never been to Universal Studios Hollywood, but you're a big fan of the Murder She Wrote TV show. Yeah, you'd know you'd recognize the town because it's. I, I was trying to look up to the name of the town really quick, but I I couldn't get to it fast enough. Yeah, I don't remember it either off the top of my head, but it is the same shooting location um in that set they used a cabot murder- cove yes that's, that's familiar. it yeah, yeah that's yeah. it um so then let's now move uh and then sorry with universal studios hollywood too there were other uh, little little bits and references to jaws um they they did have uh, a quick service location for jaws at one point uh that was I think my first trip out there, it was still there. That was before they started tearing up that entire area for um, for Springfield, which is in in that location now where that would have been. And then they they also had their hanging Bruce um, that you could see after you're done with the tram tour. You'd be able to take a take a photo with Bruce. But that that was all there. So now let's go into its importance at Universal Studios Florida. So when they're developing Universal Studios Florida, a lot of obviously what they did with those original attractions, um, some based on sequences from the Universal Hollywood tram tour, well, they try to expand them and bring them uh, bring them into a, a bigger scope and environment. And that is exactly one of the things they wanted to do from Jaws. So instead of just driving a tram tour through there, they actually um, they they get the idea that they're going to make it a bigger thing where they turn it into this complicated boat ride through the town of Amity where uh, obviously you're going to come into an interaction with Jaws. And, um, and beyond this, it, it's not just this one little section of the ride. Um, you know, it, it's almost it's almost not great to just talk about uh the jaws portion of the ride which wasn't even called jaws it was actually do you know that do you know the real name of jaws the shark no the the The, attraction the attraction yeah oh it's not called jaws technically it's not Hmm, no i do not know the name then captain jake's amity boat tours Oh, so like on a map it says that? Like, uh, man, if only I could, my mother was able to follow directions on a telephone, she would have been able to find the map that I have from being a child going in the mid 90s to this, and I could research, could have researched this someday. Yeah, no, technically it wasn't um, on the map. I I would have to pull out one of my maps from, uh, from when I was back. Going to Universal, um, I didn't, I didn't collect them that often. But uh, yeah, it, it it started off. You know, it was in, I believe in maps it was listed as Jaws. But if you ever looked at the attraction entrance out front, it would say Captain Jake's Amity Boat Tours, mm-hmm. and that's what was on the sign. That's, that's cool. That's what it was because remember, it's it, it's not an attraction where 
Jaws is like you're going on a tour to find Jaws. You're going on Captain Jake's Amity boat tours to get a tour of Amity Island area and the surrounding uh, part what, that was where this incident happened that then Steven Spielberg took the inspiration from. Because mm-hmm. that was that was the whole plot of the ride is that this this incident happened in 1974 with the shark and the, the townspeople. And then Steven Spielberg took it and made it into this this big movie. And that we all came to know as Jaws. And so this is the attraction itself was kind of a sequel to um, a sequel to Jaws in a way, you know, ignoring Jaws to yeah. the rest of them. But 3D like, OK, well, this happened and now, oh, my gosh, Jaws is back here. But, yeah, it wasn't just the attraction that this uh, that was in this area. So they actually built an entire Amity section. So yeah. I don't know how well you remember this, but it, it was it just wasn't the attraction itself they they were always celebrating the fourth of july at amity island so san francisco was kind of a combination of san francisco and amity which makes absolutely no sense Um, yeah because they're opposite sides of the country but whatever but they're smashed together and i I don't want to get like make it sound greater than it was literally amity was just um a bunch of the carnival games essentially so uh the the games that you still see outside of uh, the Simpsons ride over in Springfield, and then the games they added to the Jurassic Park area yeah. after it closed down. That's that's literally what it was. It was those games. I know there was a, a what's the Nathan's Hot Dog stand. There was that, and that's basically what Amity was. But it still, it was always it was always vibrant. And then the headlining thing was Captain Jake's Amity Boat Tours, and so. I guess the next point is to get along and start really discussing the attraction itself. And uh, unfortunately, and this this really does suck, but uh, this is when the ride did close down. They announced that it was closing in December of 2011, and then it was closed uh, basically right away at the beginning of 2000 and. 12 I want to say it closed January it, January 2nd 2012 is when it actually closed and so because of that point in time I was still working at Universal and Rhino I believe you were at Disney right in 2012 yeah yeah so uh, this was before uh, either one of us was working the theme park game in terms of going out and making videos and stuff so we don't actually have a Diz video of the ride through of Jaws to show y'all. I'm sure most of you have experienced the attraction and have seen it, um, or you've watched any of the other videos out there about it. Uh, it would be really hard to miss. And if you haven't, I'll make sure to put a link into uh, one of our friends' videos of the entire Jaws attraction, so that way you can see it. But I did, as I was doing research, I stumbled upon a... Apparently, there was a promo video made for Universal Orlando, Universal Studios Florida, uh, way back in the day, called like Experience the Magic of Movies. And mm. it's... It's exactly what you think it sounds like. It's this cheesy kind of like <laughs> behind the scenes look at all the attractions at Universal Studios Florida. And they did have a portion on Jaws. So uh, we're going to go ahead and play that. I'll have a link to this as well in the show notes uh, so you can see it. But it is it, – it's very 90s. And I think it's absolutely wonderful. It's how, even though I didn't experience the attraction back then, this is how I would like to remember the attraction in its heyday. So let's go ahead and watch that. As we stroll through the streets of Amity, 
This little New England village seems like any seaside resort in summer. Young men thronging around the shooting gallery, people basking in the sun, crowds taking photographs of a great white shark. A great white shark. But this is a movie set. And this is where Jaws turns an elemental fear of the water into screaming terror. But today the sea is calm. It's a good day for a boat ride. What happened? Mayday! Mayday! Three, three! Something's out there! I don't know what! Good luck! editing there huh yeah no i i promise you that uh, uh if you can get past the um if you can get past some of the continuity <laughs> continuity issues in that editing and uh the overt 90ness of all of that uh it's it definitely makes that attraction look way more uh thrilling and exciting than it actually was but it, it really was a great attraction so i don't want to i don't want to talk down about it at all in that way but let's go over it so um jaws did open with the park back in uh 1990 but unlike the other attractions that went through um minor hiccups and uh just you know didn't really work as well as they wanted it to jaws didn't really work at all um, it was a complete train wreck disaster uh, from the second it opened, and it actually it, it was so bad that they even had to shut the ride down completely and retool mm. it. So um, 
Yeah, it, it just. <laughs> I did want to. I, 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 we we got away from it quicker than I thought. I was going to say the guy who was voicing that is definitely the voice of Charlie from Charlie's Angels, who was doing that commercial. I had yeah. to look his name up. That was John Fourth. Oh, okay, okie dokie. But anyway, yeah. I enjoyed that too. Made it feel extra yeah. like nostalgic. I don't know. No, it really did. That's I, I want the. I will post the full link to the entire, the complete long. Uh, because I want to video. see the rest so of you, that, yeah. yeah, so you can see it all. But um, that was just the Jaws portion. So what happened um, after they shut it down? So yeah, they they shut it down and they completely retold the entire attraction, and then it actually didn't reopen again until um, until 1993. So it didn't really have its official wow. opening until 1993. Um, even though it was open, uh, some of the, and they did have to go work with new, uh, new manufacturers and stuff to, to build the ride to what it was. The one that we remember, uh, I was reading about some of the changes that they did make apparently. And I know there are some videos out there of the, the very first version of it that, uh, some people were lucky enough to get in, uh, apparently in like the original, version uh the the shark at one point would actually grab the boat with its teeth and try to turn it uh 180 degrees around and uh not only that but the the ending with the shark being ultimately defeated was a much different type of uh explosion more similar to the first jaws movie um and so they had to completely retool it. It reopened. That, was, that would have, you would have been very select few to have ridden those that version of it, though, right? Because it, it you said it was it opened in ninety and was closed yeah. in the same year, right? Yeah, I believe they they tried in ninety one. Yeah, as they they went through, they tried to keep it open for as much as possible, um, just reworking things here and there. But uh, they ultimately were never able. To, to get it working properly, so then they they shut it down. So a lot of people did experience the first version of the attraction. I mean, a lot is then the people who were lucky enough to show up and it was actually operating, but uh, not it wasn't. It, more people saw the version that it became, obviously, because then it ran all the way through uh, 2012. So just a, a lot bigger uh, time difference there. So. Um, Let's let's talk about the version that people get to see. As I told you before, um, it, it kind of started out with the introduction that this is Amity Island, and uh, it's be- Amity became famous because of the attacks that happened there, and then ultimately Steven Spielberg uh, made the Jaws movie, and so then the the ride got pretty exciting because, of course, a skipper is always driving the boat. Um, one of the other Amity boat tour boats is sinking, and so you have to go investigate it, and that's when you end up encountering Jaws. And all your skipper has alongside is a uh, is a trusty grenade launcher because that's what everyone just has sitting around on their boat. Well, is. yeah, obviously, you know, you go on a fishing trip, you bring your grenade launcher. Yeah, so you need your grenade launcher in order to. Uh, start shooting at jaws um eventually uh it, during the attraction as you saw in there you try to hide in uh in a boathouse and wait for chief brody to show up to kind of save the day but lo and behold jaws is in there and comes after you and so you have to <laughs> you have to get out of there quickly and so you leave the boathouse um chief brody's trying to get there but obviously your skipper has to continue going on trying to save the day and um 
at one point the skipper shoots a grenade uh at the gas station that's kind of like the gas dock i don't know exactly what they call it causing a giant explosion um and you know when the skipper eventually tries to unload everyone at a pier that's when then jaws eventually comes back and heads straight for the boat um but jaws actually ends up biting down on a power cable electrocuting itself you see the charred corpse just float to the top and just like that the day is saved like a turd in a pool yes and i apologize for that i know that wasn't the most dramatic of retellings but you have to remember this is craig williams we're talking about here um <laughs> He's wearing it, uh, jean shorts. You can't see it. He is dressed for the occasion. Oh yeah, no. It's I. I, I wore my jean shorts, and under this, I have my uh, my Captain Jake's Amity boat tour shirt in the the baby blue that someone stole from me. I'm I'm not doing that. For what's a baby blue? That's a, the color of the shirt that all the skippers wore in oh. their baby blue shirts. So you want to talk about the Halloween Horror Nights thing here that I just read about? You can talk about it. Well, yeah. Yeah, apparently um, the I know the queue was used for Halloween Horror Nights yep. for several times and um, sometimes for uh, houses and stuff like that. But I guess um, at Halloween Horror Nights 10, um, they included Jack the Clown in part of the attraction and he was seen killing a victim in the boathouse. And then turning his attention onto the boat that you're mm-hmm. on, I guess. So, um, like, it's interesting. That's definitely they don't do stuff like that anymore. No. You know what I mean? Like the attractions aren't really like they're operating, but they're not really part of Halloween Horror Nights. No, 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 no. And um, most of the years, I believe, for after a certain amount of time, um, they ended up starting to use the Jaws, uh, the Jaws queue as one of the one of the houses and i know that the final year they did that um the house was saws and steam because i i rescued over there uh like on the final night so it was really cool to halloween horror nights 21 yeah no that was that was one of the coolest experiences that i got to do being the like the last one of the last people to walk through the house at the end of the event and all the actors in there were just like going nuts and stuff. But yeah, uh, the Jaws cues was Jaws cue was used for Halloween Horror Nights um, as well too. Uh, and as we talked about before, Jaws gets closed January second, two thousand one, two thousand eleven. I apologize for that. And eventually gets turned into the Wizarding World of Harry Potter Diagon Alley. Um, you know, Jaws isn't completely forgotten over there, though. They they put in um, they put in little nods and touches to to um, Jaws in Diagon Alley itself. So, um, you know, they have outside in the London area, they have the record shop. There's the the Quint Trio um, record that they put up there to to salute uh, Quint from the movie, and then um, in one of the the windows, be close to the um, the ice cream shop florian fortescues they have the uh they have a a jaw from jaws that's kind of hanging up hidden behind in the window There's one inside of the um borson i don't remember the name of the one the bad wizard shop that's oh borgen and burks yeah. yeah there's one in there yeah too. 
That's a jaw. It's like the shark's yep. teeth. And then, of course, also, when we lost, um, we didn't just lose the attraction itself, which was a very big footprint. We lost everything that had to do with Amity, with the exception of one portion. And what is that, Rhino? The shark. Yeah. He's hanging up still. He's by that, the Lombards. Yep, on the on the on the patio. Exactly. So um, they have the they have the bar that's out there, Shea Alcatraz, and that's the kind of outdoor bar that you can just walk up like a circular bar, and then right beside it, that's where you are going to find um, you are going to find Bruce, Bruce hanging up. Hanging. So you can still take your photo with the shark that was uh, outside the attraction back when that was still around. So which do people know the story, like why it's called Bruce. Bruce was the name of Steven Spielberg's lawyer that he hated. And then that's also why the shark in finding Nemo's name is Bruce. It's because it's Bruce from jaws yep. from thing. I just want to make that clear. Some people in the comment section are going to leave the comment or somebody's going to say it, or maybe somebody didn't know. I always enjoyed that. Yep. That always tickled me. Well, now, now they don't have to. So, um, because you just explained My it, so they don't have to worry about it. No. Tiburon in Spanish means shark. And it was Silva. Excellent. <laughs> um, and now that that's why, that's why you come here to watch our videos and listen to our podcast for that kind of tidbit. Yeah. So um, we're just, you know, this wasn't really a Hall of Fame episode. It was more of a, a remembrance of Jaws itself. We're celebrating Obvious. the history of Universal Studios. Yeah. Obviously, if we were to do a Hall of Fame episode on it, Jaws would make it without any issues. Um, to me, that, you know, E.T. is still around in Universal Horror Makeup Show. That's still around. But um, when they when they killed Jaws and that was gone, that was like – that was the the final nail on the coffin. That nothing is sacred, right? At Universal, yeah. everything's um, everything's on the table now. Uh, yeah, and which, so, which was a shame. But what what were your some of your feelings and memories? Because that's more what we're sharing. Oh, about I it. went on this when I was a kid. It scared the crap out of me. Um, it scared my brother even more. Um, my uh, my brother sat on the railing by where the shark, um, like right where the shark's mouth comes right yeah. up to the side of the boat at one point. And um, it was like that scene in Jurassic Park where um, they've rescued uh, Malcolm and uh, Ellie is kind of turned around uh, and she's just screaming and pushing her back yeah. into <laughs> um, Muldoon's side. Yeah. And she's just like – and he's like, get off the bloody wheel. I felt like I was Muldoon and that was – my brother was just screaming, screaming like that. So I remember this being like yeah, – I remember it was scary. It wasn't – my brother was yeah. – I was scared too. But my brother – God, my brother lets those emotions go real fast. And I I just – I still remember the look on his face when that shark like came at us in the boathouse. That was the one. I think that, I think that's where it happened. It was either the boathouse or that first part before that. But I remember the boathouse being horrifying too. So this, this ride definitely – you know, I've said it before is that I like Universal quite a bit because – the rides felt com- compared to Disney as a child, and this is just my opinion. When I was a kid, I don't like roller coasters and stuff like that. When I was a kid, I, I, you know, I've grown to enjoy them a little more as an adult. But I liked things that were like exciting, but they picked you up and they put you in the movie. That's why I love Dinosaur at Animal Kingdom, and that's why I really loved Back to the Future. Yeah, and you know, it was like these were movies I had seen, and I was like, oh my god, I'm in a DeLorean, you know. And the same for Jaws, as I remember, like being proud of myself that we went on this ride, it being horrifying, but like 
we had just survived the shark attack. Like I was one of those kids where I remembered it being real. Yeah. You know? So like you watch it back now and I'm like, oh, what a stupid kid I was. <laughs> but even then, it still makes me a little nervous watching the video. Even right. at Universal, I went on the tram tour with you and the shark jumps at, in Hollywood. It oh. scared me. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I, no. The video I took of that and that first trip we ever went out there is like the violently shaking of the camera is me jumping. Oh, yeah. like, no, I uh, – you know, yeah, Jaws didn't look that great towards the end of its lifetime. Um, and, you know, but that was part of the nostalgia of it. It just – it looked – bad but there was still enough scary jump moments that it would get you good and I, well, it's I, weird it's it's one of those like that's almost part of like yeah. jaws is the movies mythology is people who you know they even say it in back to the future too where he's like shark still looks fake you yeah. know but that does it i don't know you know no and like i i understand why it had to go it was taking up a lot of land it was very expensive to maintain um i i still remember sitting and listening to a radio call one night I think I've told this on here before, but there was a radio call where an entire boat full of guests basically had to be reimbursed uh, new clothing because one of the sharks, the hydraulic fluid, oh, yeah, completely this. broke off. And so everyone was just getting sprayed with hydraulic fluid <laughs> as uh, they were going on Jaws. But, uh, you know, d- despite the issues and stuff, it just it was so classic Universal and you know, I've talked about it before. I didn't, I didn't get to experience Universal until I was, uh, I started working there back in um, 2011, and so I, I must have ridden Jaws very shortly after I got hired, as I was trying to go around and and experience all the attractions. And that was, you know, I was lucky enough to work at Forbidden Journey and be be that Hogwarts student, something that everyone. You know, everyone wanted to do that. You, they all wanted to be Hogwarts students and work at Forbidden Journey, um, except there was one group that didn't care about it and didn't want to, and that was the people who worked at uh, at Captain Jake's and Jaws. They were they were so incredibly proud to be skippers there. It's kind of again going back to the Jungle Cruise that same mentality. Jungle Cruise skippers are some of like I don't want to say snotty. Clicky, but, yeah, they're Clickiest. very, they're very clicky. Yeah. Um, they are, they are their own group, and that's what it is, and that's exactly what the Jaws skippers. But were. here's the thing that it, it, about like the Jaws attraction for me, the way I see it, is the reason why it's om- almost got this like, yeah, it seems cheesy, and like you said, it it could have used a little more TLC at the end, but like, it's got this weird sense of familiarity because it's similar, I think to the jungle cruise and you've got a skipper and you know, we've all been on a boat ride in the water before, but have we ever, is there another attraction where it's a horrifying where you're on an adventure like that in the water? I don't know that there is, you know, at least not at, at Disney or, you know, that you would be familiar with. So like it was that twist on that type of a ride you know what i mean and and i think that's that's says something you know a lot about like why i think universal was relevant too is that it had attractions like this you know people talk about the screens all the time but i'm like i feel like they did this ride that was cool it was outdoors like when you watched all the videos back like you're in that village of amity you know what i mean it's a pretty cool experience no i i thought that it was great like i loved walking through amity itself um and you know, even though it was just games and some food stands, it, something about it felt vibrant. Like, yeah. it, I mean, it really true. It was Fourth of July every single day as you were walking through there, and then 
and then the attraction was just so good. Like I, I rode this very regularly. It would be one of those attractions, you know, after our shifts and stuff. If you were like, okay, well, let's go play in the parks. What do you want to do? That's like that's something that I would always want to go and do. And you know, one of the things that I, I don't know how rare it was, but obviously we've we talked about how in the past before they added the the fireworks show and um, you know during during slower times of the year, Universal was always closing very early before it got dark. So the first time I got to actually experience. Um, Jaws in the dark even was during one of the uh, one of the nights during um, Rock the Universe. So because mm-hmm. we were allowed free admission into that, so we didn't go to obviously watch concerts or anything. But like, oh well, I can experience Jaws completely at night there. Usually the park's closed at seven, so you don't get to see it when it's dark outside. Yeah. So that was something cold that, you know, it, it happened and it was a regular thing that people got to do, but it was a way to see the attraction completely different. So it just, I, if I could have worked there, that would have been like one of my goals to be one of the skippers and, yeah. and just get to, you know, go crazy, shoot your grenade launcher, have, it reminds me of the backlot tour, you know, it, it, yeah. it, it's got that same kind of like, you got the person. I don't know. I if I do like if I imagine myself, it's somewhere where I think I, you would have to push yourself because yeah. you'd have to be not embarrassed to make a fool of yourself while you <laughs> defend people against this mechanical shark. But you know, you also you're part of that. You're part of the storytelling. Yeah, no, completely agree. So uh, I think I can speak for both of us and say that we both miss miss Jaws incredibly. Oh, yeah. uh, wish it could come back. Um, if you still want to experience Jaws, you actually still can. At Universal Studios Japan. Another reason we need to go to Japan. I know, I know. So They're just getting that list yeah. is getting longer and longer. It is, and so yeah, Jaws is still open there. Um, unfortunately, they did, they did uh, lose. Um, they lost Back to the Future, which was one of the things that we were hoping to get out there before that closed. But they they lost that, but they still do have Jaws. So that's and that's, their Jaws was like built within the last like ten years or something, wasn't it? Uh, I want to say it was. Well, the 2010, part- 2011. I, I thought I read somewhere that it was that that's what they said. I don't know. I could be wrong. Um, well, I'll just say the park's only been open since 2001, so it was obviously okay. much newer uh, than ours. I'm not sure actually when Amity, if that was an opening thing with uh, Universal Studios Japan, um, or if it was added later. But yes, you still can experience Jaws there. Something that we hope to do one day. But uh, of course, this comes to the the part of the show where we tell you. Well, we want to know what your uh, what your thoughts and feelings are about Jaws. Did you get to go on it when you were uh, going to Universal Orlando, Universal Studios Florida? Or uh, did did you get attracted to Universal after it was already gone and uh, completely missed it? So I, I'm really interested to see uh, all the nostalgia trips that people go on talking about Jaws. So make sure to leave those in the comments below or always uh, send us an email at uh, podcast at disunplugged.com. So that's going to wrap up our little discussion on Jaws. So thank you, Rhino, for uh, going along on this little boat ride with me. I'm going to go home and watch this movie now. Oh, yeah, no. I do love this movie. I will. A little kid with the drink and the milk. 
I, I will be watching Jaws tonight as well, too. So um, thank you guys so much out there for watching and listening. Of course, if you need more information, head over to disunplug.com, home of our show notes page for show notes for this show and uh, all the others on the Disunplugged podcast network. Head to Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and follow us on social media there. Um, I already mentioned email us whenever you want. Uh, we are here for you. And, um, uh, of course, Hit like on this video if you like it. Comment down below. Subscribe to our channels. If you haven't yet, share it around with other people so they can also discover it. And uh, if you're listening to this on iTunes, make sure to subscribe and rate us. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much again. We couldn't do this without your love and support. But that is going to do it for this episode of the Diz Unplugged Universal Edition. I hope everyone had a great July 4th weekend. Uh, but unfortunately, once again, no time for resolutions. But have a good one. Bye.